Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. I used to lie in bed thinking about themes where I could address the players that would make an impact on them, you know? I would talk about miners, shipyard workers, welders, toolmakers, you know, people who come from poor backgrounds. And I used to ask them, what did your grandfather do? What did your father do? But I have to get the the feeling inside them that what their grandfathers worked for and their grandmothers is part of them. And they have to they have to display that meaning. And uh taking away all the, the trophies of one and the great prayers I've had. I think it's a thing about life. It's a fact of life and where we come from is important. When Simon asked me to step into the breach this week, I took a look at the schedule and let out a sigh. The first film this week is quite literally a hospital pass. For more than 30 years, Sir Alex Ferguson's record of success at Manchester United was a source of great pain and suffering for many of the rest of us. He was such a dominant figure, the Guardian newspaper nicknamed him the Imperial Lord Ferg. There was even a thing called Fergie time, where Sir Alex could, with the sheer power of his mind, persuade referees to change the amount of injury time they allowed, depending on whether Manchester United were winning or losing. Why would we willingly want to revisit an era of such frustration and failure for the rest of us who supported other teams? That period of prawn sandwich-eating glory hunters, the rich clubs getting richer thanks to Premier League extravagance. No, this was going to be nothing but pain, and I braced myself accordingly. And then it turned out to be pretty good, and at times actually quite moving. So we're going to start this session with a quiz. A quiz? A quiz. Test your memory. Test. Test my memory. Ready? Right. Okay. On which road is the house you were born in? Shieldhall Road. Correct. Who scored your first goal as Man United manager? John Severbeck. Correct. What was the name of the travel agent you used at Aberdeen? Harry Hines. Harry Disaster Hines. <laughs> what do you remember about Saturday, 5th of May, 2018? Nothing. On 5th of May 2018, five years after retiring as manager of Manchester United, where he had reigned for 27 years, Sir Alex Ferguson collapsed with a brain hemorrhage. For several weeks, it was touch and go whether he would survive, or if he did, it would be in a diminished state. He was desperately worried about his memory and what losing that would mean to him. The existential question of who would he be without them? 
As mental exercise at first, he sat with his son Jason and told stories of his youth, his upbringing in Govan and his early years in football. Jason, in return, realised that these stories and this perspective on his father might be interesting for a sports-mad public. He'd never made a film before, but he did have great access. Ferguson's vulnerability is our way in. Serious illness has a way of humbling even the most arrogant of men, but as we go through the film, subtitled Never Give In, we realise that the vulnerability was there all along, but Sir Alex had the self-knowledge to realise when it could be useful to him and when it wasn't. He's the son of a Glasgow shipyard worker. Father and son were both proud unionists. Ferguson was a shop steward when he was a tool-making apprentice. But football soon won the battle for his attention, and a famous hat-trick for St Johnston at Rangers, his neighbourhood club, put him on the map, and he gained a reputation as a player with an eye for goal. Eventually, Rangers themselves came calling, the dream move, you might say, but by this time, Ferguson had married Cathy, who was a Catholic, a huge problem in a sectarian society like 1960s Glasgow. When I signed for Rangers, one of the directors, he asked me about Cathy. And he says, um, I have to ask you a question about your wife. Uh, I believe she's Catholic. I says, yeah. He says, were you married in a chapel? I says, uh, no, we got married in the register office. He says, oh, that's OK. Uh, you know, I should have told me to f*** off. You know, I really should have. But having supported Rangers as a boy and having the opportunity to go and play for Rangers, you're prepared to take no instance. You know what I mean? I was... I went myself down there, and I went myself up my wife down. That was the most important thing, because she was a devout Catholic. Jason Ferguson's film deftly alternates between the storytelling uh, and well-chosen archive clips help here, and it doesn't rely too much on long passages of football, and his dad's recovery and return to Old Trafford. The climax, as Manchester United fans would have to agree, was the 1999 Champions League final in Barcelona, where his team turned defeat into victory over Bayern Munich in the very last minute of the game. After that, his career was like a greatest hits tour, trophy after trophy, but nothing was ever quite as exciting as that again. I'm fascinated by leadership in sport, where we find it and what it can teach us. A friend of mine calls it the top two inches, and that's where the games are won and lost. Ferguson's instinctive command of the psychology of young players and the values-based way he tried to teach them how to live come through in the film. But Ferguson as a manager was also a first-class, grade-A mind-game player with his own people and the opposition, and there's an intriguing mix of sentiment and ruthlessness running through him. In the film, he talks about dropping goalkeeper Jim Layton for the FA Cup final replay in 1990. Layton had been a hero for him at Aberdeen and in previous seasons at Manchester United. After that game, Layton never spoke to him again and was clearly a broken man as a result. I lost a friend, says Ferguson, but it was clearly the right thing to do. I don't think there's anything wrong with losing your temper if it's for the right reasons, you know, because... My experience of human beings, they'd like to do things the easiest way. The minute you, you accept a bad performance from or a bad technical aspect of the, the training, 
They'll do it again. Sir Alex Ferguson, never give in, is rated M for offensive language because Sir Alex occasionally stoops to the kind of locker room language that players might have found motivational at half-time during a big game. And it's playing in select cinemas across New Zealand now. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right now. Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel.